On this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, we're breaking down Exodus chapter 14. The Lord was leading the Israelites in their journey, and he said to Moses, tell the Israelites to turn around and camp by the sea. Pharaoh will just think the Israelites are wandering around in confusion and trapped by the desert. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart again, and he will chase after them. But I will use this to bring glory to my name, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites did this. When Pharaoh heard that all the Israelites had left, he and his officials changed their mind about the whole situation and thought, what have we done? We just let all of our slaves leave. Who will do the work that we were forcing them to do? So Pharaoh had them get his chariots and army ready. And he took 600 of his best chariots and all the other chariots in Egypt with officers over all of them. He also had all kinds of horsemen and troops and they chased after the Israelites and trapped them as they camped by the sea. The Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians coming and they were terrified and they cried out to the Lord. Then things got a little ugly. They turned to Moses and started yelling, Is it because there were not enough graves in Egypt that you brought us out here to die? What have you done? Didn't we tell you when we were in Egypt to just leave us alone and let us serve the Egyptians? I wonder if Moses had a totally confused look on his face while he thought, That's not the way I remember that going down at all. I'm pretty sure the only reason I'm here right now is because you all were crying out to God to get away from the Egyptians, so he sent me. And I didn't even want to. But thankfully, Moses showed more grace and said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see how the Lord will fight for you. All you need to do is be still. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Then the Lord basically told Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. As if to say, less talking, more walking. The Lord continued to instruct Moses, Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the waters so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them, and I will gain glory, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of the Israelites in the form of a pillar, moved to behind the Israelites so that he, in pillar form, was between the Israelites and the Egyptians. As if that wasn't amazing enough, throughout the night, he brought darkness to one side of the pillar and light to the other side. So neither side went towards the other all night long. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all night the Lord separated the sea back with a strong wind and turned it into dry land. And the Israelites were able to walk on dry ground with walls of water on each side. Then the Lord allowed the Egyptians to chase after the Israelites into the parted sea. However, once they were on the dry ground of the sea with the walls of water on each side, the Lord threw confusion into the Egyptian army and made the wheels come off their chariots, making it difficult for the army to move forward. The Egyptians recognized God at work and yelled, Let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them. The Lord told Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea again so that the waters will flow back over the Egyptians. And Moses did as he was instructed, and the waters flowed back, covering the entire army of Pharaoh. Not one of them survived. That day, the Lord saved the Israelites from the Egyptians. And when the Israelites saw the great power of the Lord on display against the Egyptians, 
The people feared the Lord, the fear that means respected the Lord, and put their faith in him and his servant Moses. How cool is that? I have to admit, I felt a little sorry for Moses when the people were griping at him about bringing them there to die. And then the Lord said, why are you crying out to me? But then I saw it from a different point of view. There have been multiple times in my life when someone would come up to me all upset because they have a problem and they want to know how to fix it. But when I tell them how to fix it, they just stand there and keep complaining about the situation instead of fixing it. It makes me want to say to them, okay, well, now that you know how to fix it, are you planning on doing something about it? Or am I going to be forced to sit here and listen to you whine all day? If I'm honest, I do this too. Sometimes I'm told what to do to fix my problem, but I just keep standing there whining about it. I think sometimes it's because I'm hoping that not only will someone else tell me how to solve it, but they will actually do it for me. What God shows us here is sometimes he tells us to be still, and sometimes he expects us to act. He tells us what to do, but then he wants us to step out in faith and do it. But no matter what he tells us to do, we can know that his plan is the best plan because he is a faithful and amazing God.